The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers are in, that are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, too. The Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, The Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com and there you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. The one on the left side is Bradley's show from yesterday. So if you missed that in the afternoon, you can catch that up until 3 o'clock Eastern today at which time he'll be live in that little area right there on the left side. On the right side is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up on whatever device you've got, and then look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. Click on that. You can join us in the chat over there. we got a lot of friends coming in over there. Good to see you guys this morning. And uh, we're also streaming live to Rumble. Sons of Liberty Radio Live is the channel you want to look for. Please subscribe there. Help us to build that up a little bit. And then also we're streaming live to beforeitsnews.com. Top of the page there. Thank you guys for carrying us over there on Before It's News as well. Right up under where we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. That goes out once a night uh, between 7 and 8 p.m. Eastern. And uh, that contains all of the articles we have up at sonsoflibertymedia.com, including the morning show archive. So if you hear something in here and you're looking for something or you want to grab the video or you want to grab the podcast or any of that other stuff, it will be in that. So please sign up for the email and you'll get it in your inbox tonight if you get signed up before 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> uh, final thing is, if you agree with our message and you would like to help keep us out there on the Internet, the radio, and among the people teaching our Christian constitutional heritage, there's a donate button at the top of SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation. Or you can partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty, and we do appreciate you guys' support very much. Um, <clears throat> so keep us in your prayers as well uh, as... We're looking for upcoming events uh, coming with Bradley. Uh, they just got back from Michigan, and uh, we we have been housing one of their boys here for the week, and he's going to be going back home, Lord willing, tomorrow. Uh, so it's been a it's been a pleasure and a joy to have uh, Pickle the Pickle here with us uh, this week. So we, we we've had a good time with him. All right. So yesterday we had a little bit of trouble uh, having our guest on, and I'm gonna let her tell some things about that. But I think it's important that people hear. Uh, from somebody in the position of a nurse 
who was coerced to take the experimental COVID shot and to hear from her, her experience as to what it's done to her and uh, talk about solutions that need to be, that need to be at the forefront. They should have been at the forefront two years ago. The whole thing should have been stopped, uh, but it wasn't. And people have been injured. People have died. And uh, they, keep be, they keep being promoted as safe and effective. And as you've heard on this show day after day, week after week, there is no safe and effective vaccine. And this isn't even a vaccine. Okay, this isn't even a vaccine. So we have with us this morning, Danielle Baker. Uh, she was an active registered nurse, certified hospice and palliative care for 20 years. Uh, she spent the last 17 years caring for her patients in hospice care. In June of 2021, she was cursed into taking the COVID-19 shot. And after a former employee issued a e an email stating a July deadline, if the employers wanted to maintain uh employees wanted to maintain all of their benefits. Having a family to care for, she couldn't afford to lose her job, so she reluctantly took the Pfizer shot, uh, shots. Uh, within two and a half weeks after her last shot, she became completely disabled, suffering from uh, severe neurological issues. Uh, I don't even, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this, this word here. I'll let her say it of the spine because you guys know how I am when I know what the word is sometimes and I say it wrong, like anatomy. I know you guys are going to kick out of the anatomy, right? <laughs> that morning, my brain just froze up. I know the word, Ugh. so I'm not going to say that. I'll let her tell. Suffering uh, from neurological issues, that and getting the diagnosis of transverse myelitis, which her doctor confirmed was due to the Pfizer jab. Um, she has been unable to work as she has difficulty completing even the simplest tasks, such as walking and self-care. She lives in constant suffering each day, uh, but... She does. She has learned the truth about what all this stuff is going on, and she's not being silenced about that. And I think, you know, sometimes we learn after the fact. Sometimes we learn before. But in either case, she's very courageous and bold to come out and tell about what these shots are doing. It's my pleasure to welcome to the Sons of Liberty, Danielle Baker. Good to see you. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. And it's, we're happy to have you on. Now, yesterday we had you set up and I had to do a little improv preaching here. Uh, so I was happy to do that and uh, talk with you yesterday. And I, what I want to ask you, let's just start off here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, um, family, anything that you want to tell people to help them identify who you are and, um, and, and, and what brought you to this place here. Um. So I became a nurse in 2002. Um, it was what I always wanted to be. I just had that um, desire to help uh, people. I worked in the, the hospital uh, for a couple of years in transition into hospice care uh, they offered a lot of autonomy and choice for patients i had the ability to go in and sit down with the family and not be rushed go through options and let them steer their care and that was very important to me uh, I was a single mom of a son 
and I meant uh, the second man in my life, my husband, and we actually just got married in 2020. Um, we were active. He has a girl, so now we have a boy and a girl. We always felt it important to uh, be active. We hunted, fished, primitive, camped, we hiked. Uh, we were doing something every weekend. I was the soccer mom, the mom that worked, came home, made dinner, and, and enjoyed all of that traditional role uh, as far as being a wife and a mother. Um, it um, a part of my issue is a cognition from the shot. Um, so both my husband and I, he is a therapist and um, I was a nurse. We met in a facility that we were both contracted workers at. So our family was um, always on the go until um, I took the shot and had my reaction okay uh, all right obviously people can can tell that you're you're struggling to to communicate those things it this was not the case before you took the shot was it how long it, how long after you took the shot did did this kind of of thing affect your ability to even communicate um i was a couple of months after my uh, uh, initial attack, um, I just started having really bad issues. Even getting words out, I started having issues with the swallowing, um, chewing, and so um, I wouldn't say it, it was about two to three months after my first uh, uh, attack. Um, I ha have ongoing flare-ups and it started after one of those flare-ups. It's actually really good, right? And now if you believe that, um, I went through months of speech therapy and actually had uh, made cards and all kinds of assistive devices to communicate because I wasn't able to do that. Um, I had a wonderful um, oh, alternative medicine physician, uh, Dr. Beth they prescribed some ivermectin for me um, and that actually helped improve my speech so i'm grateful for 
that and uh, for her doing that for me. Yeah, amen, amen. Well, now we had we were going to have you on yesterday, and I, I know we talked a little bit, and I'm I'm not blaming anybody for anything. I, I understand what what goes on there, but you 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 also also talked about uh, having insomnia, and so just so people understand, you you weren't just skirting the issue. You you had had insomnia the night before, and you you didn't get to bed till I guess almost time to come on the show or something like that. And I understand mm-hmm. that it affects you that way too. What 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 was the initial response? I mean, you take the shot, you go about your work, you you go about your day for a couple of weeks. What are the onsets of what happened to you? How did you know that something wasn't right? Um, so I took the first one, um, and, and I actually, looking back, had a reaction to that um, after the first one. I had really bad back pain, which I thought was kidney stones. It was about 18 days after uh, the um, first shot. I ended in the ER with back pain. Um, They did a workup, said no kidney stones. I pulled something in my back. And I went on my way. Um, my second shot was about a week later um, on June the 26th. And that night I had a fall. Um, I, it was a cartoon fall. Um, within that fall, I hurt my arm my right arm the same arm i had the shot it was excruciating and as far as pain goes and my husband is an occupational therapist so he looked at it and we decided to wait and see if it got better over a night uh, within 24 hours of that shot i had pain um that went up into my face down my arm loss of sensation and numbness and tingling and that was the point that I first thought it could be related to the shop, just not in the way that it ended up being. Um, I thought that when they gave it to me, maybe they um, hit a blood vessel or did damage to my nerves. So we did decide to go to the ER that day. I went in to the ER and when the physician's assistant came in, I asked them if it could be related to the shot. And they, he said, no, exited the room sent me for an x-ray 
and this charged me within 30 minutes of arriving with no answers so over the next couple of days we made several visits to the outpatient clinics another er visit and found that i had a separated joint in my shoulder so we thought okay that was the cause of my problem uh, that didn't get better numbness and tingling continued as well as the pain and loss of sensation and around um i think it was a uh, day 20 after the second shot while we were in the car i had the most awful back pain again only it was between my shoulder blades um i refused to go to the er again because i had been dismissed because i asked about it being related to the shot um, and over those next four days after that back pain i um essentially lost everything uh, the numbness pain and tingling spread down to my right leg over to my left leg and into my left arm i couldn't effectively walk i was having contorting muscle spasms and i was in severe pain but i refused to go to the er because of the treatment that we received um i when, when you say when you say the treatment that you received are you talking about that you're talking about the the way the people were treating you or because of okay so what were what were what were the people in this er doing dismissing me at my questions of it being related to the shot and being told that no, there's no way it could be related. Um, in my brain, wow. um, when it wasn't getting better and it moved and that back pain started, I thought there's no way it, it can't be related and I didn't want to be dismissed again so we waited um i it took two weeks uh about to get an mri ordered and done um, after we got the mri um we learned that i had transverse um, myelitis and 
the shot caused my body to attack my spinal cord. And that is why I was having the issues that I had. Okay. All right. Tell me, tell us what it is, because I don't know what it is. Transverse myelitis. What is that? And then you're saying it attacked your spine. I, that's the word I wasn't going to say. Uh, maybe you can say it. Uh, but what is transverse myelitis? And then what is this thing that happened to your spine? Um, so transverse myelitis is uh, essentially an immune reaction. Um, it's known that vaccinations cause this. Um, what it does is it causes your body to mount an attack against the neurons and cells in your myelin sheath, which is the way your spinal cord communicates back and forth from your brain to your body, very similar to MS. Um, it um, breaks it down, so there's interruptions in the communication. So your body and brain don't work together. Um, and that's what causes the problems with the walking, uh, the numbness and the tingling and those sorts of things. So I tell people that that's how I can most relate it is by saying it's a cousin to MS. Only this was caused by uh, the shot. Okay. Um, All right. So let me let me ask you this. Uh, you you were a nurse for twenty years, and in that time, were you aware of of the dangers of just regular vaccines? Were you aware of that? You know, I heard about things, but I didn't do a lot of research because it didn't apply to me you know we didn't give them in hospice so i didn't know much about them um, i did know enough about the way that drugs are manufactured that when this one came out, that it was way too fast. It didn't have enough information behind it. Um, and I didn't plan on taking it. Uh, I had contracted a COVID and my body caught it just fine in December of the 20. 20, and I felt it unnecessary and unsafe because it wasn't proven to work. Um, there just hadn't been enough time. So I wasn't 
I did didn't hold an opinion either way about vaccinations, but I held an opinion about this one because of the rate that they pushed it through. Okay. Yeah, I was I was just thinking, you know, Donald Trump calls himself the father of the vaccine and he put it through at warp speed that was Operation Warp Speed. He's using using the military to deliver it. And there are still people supporting this guy, wanting to put him back in the White House. He took billions of our, our dollars and gave it to Big Pharma. Uh continues to tell continues to tell people nobody's died from this. Nobody's there's there's no there's no harm being done. It's safe. Go get your shot and this, that, and the other. I mean, he's gotta know at this point. Uh, the damage it's causing to families, to lives, uh, people who have uh, already died from this shot. And, uh, you know, you're very fortunate in God's providence. He has, he's preserved you here. Uh, let me ask you this. Um, when you're saying there's this disconnect, the other week I had a perforated eardrum and apparently I got some inflammation and it started causing my eye to feel like there was this sharp pain there. And if I came in here to work, especially in front of a light, I couldn't work but 15 minutes or so. My eyes would all of a sudden feel heavy. Like I was going to sleep and I, I was fighting to keep them open. And that just made it hurt worse. When you're talking about when you're um, trying to, to speak and you're, you're talking about this disconnect there, is it in your mind? You're, you're saying these things, but you can't get the mouth to work properly because that's how I felt with my eyeball. I mean, and that's kind of a, it's a little bit concerned. It's not a little bit. It's a. It's big time concerning when your your body parts don't do what they're supposed to do. What you're make, what you're wanting them to do, is that what's going on there? You're thinking it in your mind, but somehow it just it won't come out, and you have to stay at it to make it come out. I, I'm I'm trying to understand what's going on inside of you. That's exactly how I feel. Um. In my brain, I sound normal, and I know what I want to say. I know what I want my body to do, but I can't get my body to do it. Um, sometimes when my uh, physical therapist comes, I have to sign for them that they were here. I forget how to do my signature. I know how to do it, but my brain doesn't let me do it. And so it's exactly how you described it. Inside, I feel normal that I shouldn't be having these problems yet I do and it's a hard thing to accept because you feel like your body's failing you but yet inside you feel normal um, okay it's a very odd disconnect Okay. All right. Yeah. And I, you know what? I, I get it. Uh, we, we get on certain topics and we, we get very familiar with it. And oftentimes people don't learn about something until it affects them, like their family mm -hmm. or them personally. And then they become an expert on everything around whatever that is. 
And I'm sure that's probably taking place with you as well. We have a Kate Shimrani. She's a nurse from uh, UK. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's been, yeah, she's on every Saturday and she's provided some things, uh, you know, for people who've had the shots, especially in their diet, what they're eating, all of that stuff affects it, detoxification and stuff. We recently had uh, Dr. Michael Roth, the American uh, frontline, America's frontline doctors. Uh, he recently passed away, been on the show several times with his EDTA cream that also removes graphene even from the brain. Uh, it's able to pass the blood brain barrier and get that out. So the EDTA cream is something. And then we've had Mark Grennan on with chlorine dioxide. He's got a He's got at least a protocol he uses for regular vaccines, and he believes that it will break down the stuff, the glyphosate and other things that are in this shot. But here's here's the question I have. So your employer, you're taking care of people who are essentially dying. That's what hospice is, is, is to try to keep them comfortable and stuff like this. You're taking care of those people, and your employer tells you you've got to have this shot. Has Has the employer been held accountable for coercing you into that. I mean, that is a violation of the Nuremberg Code. Do you have attorneys who are working to deal with that? Uh, are they looking to deal with Pfizer over their shot? Or are they looking to deal with any of these political pimps um, who have been telling people, the mocking, anybody in the Mockingbird media, that this is that this is safe and effective when it clearly is not? And you're, you're not like some isolated case here. Uh, everybody seems to be affected differently. We've seen these skin diseases. Uh, we've seen uh, cancer. Oh, my goodness. The cancers that I'm seeing pop up uh, among the uh, famous, if you will, uh, because I always look at those. There's a small group. And boy, we're seeing people with cancers in their 20s and 30s. We're seeing the myocarditis. We're seeing the heart attacks and all this. Is there any kind of legal action that you're seeking uh, as a result of what's happened to you? So um, the uh, day that I had my MRI and I had found out that I had the transverse myelitis, I did agree to uh, go to uh, the ER after my cousin had spoken with her neurologist and he wanted to direct admit me uh, in the, the ER was the first time that the doctor came in and sat down and told us that my condition was caused as a direct result of the shot in wow documented that in addition he told us that his sister actually helped develop the mrna technology years before and it was never meant for this and he was sorry given that from there my neurologist has documented the same. So with that documentation, um, I have a lawyer, uh, Mr. Gardner, who brought that into workers' comp court. Uh, we've lost uh, twice and unfortunately cannot 
be in workers' comp court anymore. So we're filing a civil workers' comp court. Uh, I think there are other avenues um, such as um, tort or undue influence that we could possibly pursue. It's just a matter of finding the person to do it. And I have always said anybody that wants me to be the plaintiff in a case against Pfizer or any any state or anything, I am happy to be the plaintiff Amen. because my case can't be discredited. I have all of the components needed to show that it's related. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me let me do this. Um, and I'm going to lead up to something with doing this. But this is something I've played before, because this is what constantly comes on uh, the television. I mean, we don't we've got a screen, uh, but we don't get, you know, programming TV piped in. But this is I remember, you know, years ago, this was the case, too. You would see this at, in ball games. You would see this in the news broadcast. You would see it on specials on TV. This is this what you're hearing from Danielle is brought to you by these people right here. Pfizer, CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper, They're selling you your own destruction, brought to you is by what they're doing. Pfizer. ABC News Nightline, brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference, brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight, brought to you by Pfizer. Early start, brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett, out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This weather report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports Update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the Press data download brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Danielle, as you watch those little clips, I see you shaking your head. Does it make you mad? Absolutely, because they don't care. They have the protection that was put in place. And so they don't care to look into the fact that hundreds of thousands of people have damage because of this they just keep pushing the big machine to make money and sickens me so many of us have had our lives ruined by uh, this and we have uh, no recourse. Hmm. Hmm. I am sorry to hear it. I really am. Um, the devil's a cruel master, I'm going to tell you. Uh, the Bible says he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. 
The Bible also warns us of certain things, too. We've talked about this on the show, Leviticus 17, 11, where the life of the flesh is in the blood. And he says, and I've given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes an atonement for the soul. Here at the Sons of Liberty, uh, our king is the Lord Jesus Christ. And he gave his life, he gave his life's blood in order to redeem sinners. And, you know, we see our own corruption. We see, as Jeremiah says, how deceitful our heart is. And if we know, if we have any inkling at all of how deceptive our own heart is, how much more those who've seared their conscience to follow after money, they've made money their God, they've made power their God, they've made control their God, and they don't care what kind of damage they have to do to anybody else as long as they are in control. I want to ask you, as far as political figures and stuff, you know, I don't, I'm not going to ask if you voted for Trump or Biden or who was the guy Trump was, oh, Hillary or any of that. But what do you think about P, P, um, uh, politicians who come out and they pimp these pharmaceuticals, which the Bible calls pharmakias, uh, sorceries? Um, they pimp these things, they advocate for them as safe and effective. They're getting their hand washed by the big pharma companies while big pharma is scratching their back, too. What do you make out of those guys uh, from from your experience now? What do you what do you what do you think about those guys? Will you ever or I don't even know if you trusted them before, but would you ever trust a one of them now? (laughs) I am left with nobody to trust. It seems that both parties have their hands in the pot and want the money. And so you're, or I'm left with who do you trust? Who really actually cares? And I have yet to come up with some buddy, you know, Trump warped speed, Biden mandated, both of them are responsible for what has happened Amen. to us. And both of them don't take the responsibility. And we're left to the side and discarded. And so I I always voted my heart who I felt was the best person. Um, I really was a a middle of the road type. I could go either way. And now, who who are we left with you know the they've made it to where people don't even trust the health care system and they did it purposefully they had the health care workers roll their sleeves up first because they knew that that's who America trusted and it was all done as a big 
the show. And they followed with the elderly because they were holding them hostage in the nursing homes and assisted living. They couldn't see their family and the only way that they were allowed to is if they got the shot. So everything that they have done has been planned out in purposeful and I don't trust anybody at this point. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. I, I don't trust them either. And in fact, when I went for my ear, I told the lady there at the emergency care, I said, um, she said, do you take any drugs? And I said, no. And I said, I try to stay away from these places as much as I can because I don't want to be around you guys. I, this this idea of well visits and stuff just doesn't make sense to me. You know, when I was a kid, you only went to the doctor if you were really sick. And I mean, that's after you've been in bed for several days. You had to be dehydrated or just an ongoing thing before you did any of that. You know, Danielle, there's, <clears throat> there is the spiritual aspect of this. We have heard from Bill Gates that he wanted to depopulate the earth by a certain percentage. I think it was like 15%. And he said that we're going to do that through reproductive health, which was you know birth control, abortions, all these kinds of things, because his dad was in Planned Parenthood, and through vaccines. And here recently, the New York Times allowed him to write something saying, you know, I see us making the same problems again. He wants another shot at it. He wants another shot to, to take the people's money that their governments have stolen from them and given to him that he's investing on a 20 to 1 return. And he wants another shot at it. He wants to put the fear in people. And God tells us that we're not to fear. We're not to fear. Over and over and over, he tells us we're not to fear. One of the things I think about, um, and I don't, you know, I, I think about people who've been harmed by this. And it is not in my nature to beat up on them. Um, you know, the Bible says that we come alongside those, we rejoice with those who rejoice, we we weep with those who weep. And yet there's consequences to our actions. I mean, when when we do these things, even when we're coerced into these things, it's giving in because there are other people who said, nope, I ain't having any part of it. And they left it all and they did without a job. I understand your issue as a single mom, but they do that. And here's here's what I'm hoping for some people in the midst of this is some is some good to come out of it, not just the justice that we talked about with with the attorneys. But I, I often think of this when I see people who've gotten really sick or really, you know, injured in some way and this, that, and the other. And I, I have a story I heard years ago where there was a young man who had AIDS and he was dying and he was not a believer. And the, the preacher was called in to talk to him and he says, uh, or no, he had died. He had been called in to preach his funeral. So he says, would you mind if I have a look in his room? He didn't know the guy. And he found his journal. And in his journal, he began to believe what the scripture said. And he wrote in his journal this verse. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Psalm 119.71. And I thought to myself, Danielle, I, I'm hopeful in this, in this moment where you're enduring some suffering, that God is teaching you also. And that he's, my hope is that he's merciful to you in forgiveness of sin and granting repentance, all those things he demands and, and faith in the Lord Jesus. Because, boy, I tell you, I, I want justice against these criminals just like you do. And I've, my only effect is having 
uh, allergies uh, because I got the old vaccines and they didn't come on until I was in my 20s. I didn't even realize they were a product of that until one of my friends said, yep, that's a product of it too. And sometimes God allows these things to come in our life that we might look unto him. I, I hope that's the case for you that you're looking towards him. What are some possible uh, things that we're, we're down to about 10 minutes? And one of the things we like to do is not just present the problem, but to be able to present uh, solutions or encouragement or exhortations to people. You got about 10 minutes here. What would you warn people about who are being coerced at their job? Would you say your job and the money you make on that job is worth you spinning the chamber on your revolver, putting it to your head and pulling the trigger? Would you, would you say that's a good thing? Or would you say, don't take it no matter what you do? I learned the hard way. I took it under the guise that if something happened to me, I would be supported. And they obviously didn't follow through with that. Um, I took it to save my benefits and preserve my career. As a health care worker, you couldn't go anywhere without being mandated to take it. And I also, people were so isolated. I was able to go in and take the stupid uh, mask off and hold their hand. And I wanted to continue to do that. But within that, when I took it and had a reaction, obviously it completely disabled me. So I had to learn a new normal. Um, I did the same after my daughter passed away. And so there are lots of times that when I look in the sand, there's only one set of footprints because I'm being carried. Amen. Um, that's happened a lot. Um, no job is worth taking the shot and risking it. Um, I think that he had a bigger plan for me, which is why I advocate now for those that have been injured and I tell my story because I think it's important uh, to ensure that I am getting the word out there. I think that's where our, our Lord has led me in my life. Um, it's a new normal and I had to find my way to it and go through that grieving process. 
but I it came out the other end with a brand new family that I found in support system that I had been led to. So within the bad, there is good for me, but I never would encourage taking it because you don't know if you're going to be the one that the Lord spares or if it just takes your life. I was lucky and I was given grace because I am still alive and I could have easily died. Um, so it's not worth it at all. Amen. Amen. And your family, um, you, your husband, your kids, either the, any of those, were they ever coerced at, uh, at work or at school or anything like that? Um, not the, our children. Um, my husband was because he's in healthcare. He uh, took the initial ones because he had to to keep his job. Uh, he came through without any noticeable issues, but he's won't get boosted or anything like that. Um, we've just seen so much damage with it, and. Um, we actually changed our son to a private school so that way we know that he'll be protected from the things that they're doing in the public schools with the, our children um he's in a christian school where he needs to be um that we found that to be very important change to make. Okay. Now you said your husband had taken a couple of the, the, the initial shots. I assume that's the first two that they have to do in so many days and stuff. Has he had any kind of adverse reaction at all? Not that we're aware of, okay. but right. I do believe all of us have had a reaction to any of the shots that we've been given. Um, I think they have affected every single one of us. It's just in what manner has it affected you? Our bodies are amazing and God designed them that way. And Amen. they can heal and protect without putting all of that in to our systems um so i am happy to see that movement taking a hold and rising to the top because he creates us to be able to heal naturally and we don't need 
all of these, what, 40, 50 shots on that vaccination schedule. Um, it's just, it's not needed. It's just poison. Yep. That's exactly what, that's exactly what it is. You you hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what it is. We've been deceived into thinking this is good for us because we haven't trusted the Lord. And you know, Psalm 91 is one of my favorite passages to deal with this. It, you know, it says the one who hides themselves in the shadow of the Almighty, they can't they're going to uh, not fear the pestilence that comes. They're not going to fear the arrow that flies by day or the noisome pestilence that walks in darkness or any of this stuff. And the Lord says, you know, a thousand will fall at one side and 10,000 at the other, but it won't come near you. And it's, you know, I, I do believe that there is a judgment upon the U.S. I don't think any anybody who says there's not it doesn't read Scripture. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 is just is clear as a bell. So is Leviticus 26. It's clear how God judges a nation. And uh, we're definitely under that. I think these shots are a part of his judgment. And sadly, what happens is even in the midst of judgment, sometimes his own people are caught up in the midst of that. We see when he brought the armies of Babylon against Israel, people like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into captivity. They were a part of what went on there. Now, God blessed them in the midst of Babylon, but they were a part of the judgment that God was bringing on uh, Israel. So we're in the midst of that. There's no doubt. And I think the Lord is trying to get our attention to say, you people got to repent. You can't keep going on the way you're doing and disobey me and expect my blessing. God bless America. You know, you, you're going to call on God to bless you when you when we've thumbed our nose at him, when we've forgotten him, when we've cast him off. We can't do that kind of thing. So here's the thing, Danielle. I'm going to I'm going to make sure that I put you in touch with Kate. Um, I think she'd love to hear from you. She'll probably want to interview you as well. And you've been you've been a delight to have on. I am, boy, my heart goes out to you with what you're struggling with. And and if we can help in some way with coordinating something that you're trying to do there, or if you get the ball rolling on on these lawsuits and things, you know, and you need to come back on and, t and give us an update as to what's going on. You have the platform. We want to give that to you. But uh, I want to thank you for coming on. Uh, I know we had a little trouble yesterday, and that's understandable. Uh, but I want to thank you for coming on. I know there's a lot of people who are going to be praying for you. I, there's some already in the chat who've said that. And I've been praying, Lord, loose her tongue so she can tell the people what's going on there. But I appreciate you being on. Hang on, and I'll say goodbye to you off air. Guys, catch Bradley at 3 o'clock Eastern, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And Lord willing, we're going to be back in the morning with Michelle Rasmussen. We're going to talk about... A woman who's going out there and taking it to the sex traffickers. Don't miss it.